0: Boy,
1: those low clouds moving in just about sun up, and they just refuse to leave. It's your boy Jay-Z, grab your hookah, grab your shisha, it's time to smoke. So yeah, um, let's see, let's see. Uh, I don't know what your New Year's resolutions were, um, but I would say if you had Mount Everest on the list of things to do this year, Just hold off on that. Just hold off.
0: Yeah, I I, so I I read about that. The it's now like too crowded. Like
1: yeah, it's too crowded at the top. Like pretty much right when you're going up to the peak, there are too many people up there. Like they're saying like 150 people up there. Jesus, it's massive amount. And yeah, like the third American person passed away like today, and so that was eleven in a week instead of her compared to the 2018 numbers like that beats it but it's so wild because it's just like to make it that far up the mountain
0: can you Im- no can you imagine you you spend all this time and money and effort climbing Mount Everest and you're like almost at the finish line and there's a line like you have to
1: wait in line to get that shit done <laughs> yeah and it's, like, it's crazy because it's like They're telling people on base That there's too many people up there That it's crowded But they're still like allowing passes to be purchased Like it's $11,000 for a permit just to climb And that's yeah. not the oxygen That's not any of like the equipment Or the people that go with you um, But yeah just for the permit And they're just They uh, have given away like a record amount of permits this year but they're telling people like yo it's packed up there and some of the guys that have been documenting this are like yeah they told us it's packed up there we're still pushing and so all these people are like having to stay still and not be able to move at an altitude where it pretty much starts killing your cells like it just starts yeah. wrecking you and uh, yeah it's wild have you ever climbed a mountain <laughs> oh you were serious <laughs>
0: yes ever climbed a mountain yeah i've hiked a mountain i've never climbed a mountain like I've never do you know done... the Evalatio-
1: Eval- yeah evolution
0: yeah so 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 you know those of you that don't know me i'm from east tennessee uh or i've lived in east tennessee for a while but from tennessee born and raised and uh yeah it's uh it's the appalachian mountains out there man it's it's not Mount Everest-like mountains. Mm-hmm. It's 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 not the sheer cliff faces and, like, the 75-degree the angles and everything. Like, <laughs> no, it's... I mean, there's some of that, but, like, you know, there's a lot of mountains that you can just walk up <laughs> in, like, a couple hours. Yeah. Not a hard thing. So I've done that, but I've never... And, like, you can do that in, like, a pair of Crocs. Like, nobody will say anything. But, like, I've never done... mountain mountain. like mountain climbing i've never done the gear and actually having to know what you're doing Mm -hmm. like i bring a plat just a normal
1: bottle of water and like so you aren't you weren't even facing any sort of high altitude like sickness or altitude sickness or anything oh no nothing nothing that would affect you okay nothing that would affect a normal like healthy human being okay like no absolutely okay yeah see i did that in september uh I climbed uh, a 14-er is what they call it, fourteen thousand elevation wow. in Colorado, and that was, we had some gear, and uh, altitude was definitely something that was affecting uh, my girl, but uh, yeah, that was uh, that was a hike, and it was it's funny because it was supposed to be a two to three hour hike, but it ended up being about mm, seven. <laughs> Oof. yeah uh, we had to take yeah. some some breaks so when you come from a very flat land going really really high up it's uh it can get to you altitude yeah. sickness is a, is a real thing but yeah it's crazy a lot of people wanting to get one thing accomplished and just market say that they did it but pushing through even though it's it's backed up i don't get it it's pretty crazy yeah pretty wild but you know yeah that's all you gotta do is just manage your time like you manage your heat, ladies and it's gentlemen. It's the Hookah Dash Podcast. Woo! We are back. Wow. I like how we both kind of knew that I was rolling in with the intro. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I know. That was good. Totally unrehearsed. Yep. I, You know, I appreciate that. Yeah. So, we're, we're getting on each other's level right now, yeah. Sean. It's good. You
1: would think after all the episodes that we have, you know, in our resume... Ladies and gentlemen, you are listening to episode 10. We are now clicking. We are are meshing. We're gelling. We're Dr. Sholin. That's 10 weeks of this podcast. That's like over two months of this podcast. That's pretty wild. That is pretty wild. We should do something. Maybe when I release this, I'll have some sort of something. Or I'll probably have to edit this part out because I didn't come up with something. (laughs) Uh, You know what? Either you're going to come up with something and it'll work out, or nobody will know. (laughs) So it's fine. So uh, we are actually uh, recording this podcast on Memorial Day on a Monday, not like our normal Sunday recording. We are doing this on a Monday. Um, We were actually both in the office today uh, working. We were yeah you know no days off no rest for the wicked and uh shout out to cage the elephant (laughs) i don't think we've done Um, a music uh podcast i don't think
0: we have either Uh, maybe Mm. that's in the in the books for the future though yeah
1: we got a long long life ahead of us oh yeah we do yeah we do anyway uh what were we talking about We were talking about we're recording a podcast, now we're recording, so now we're talking... Oh, that's right, episode uh, episode 10, two and a half months of uh, listening to our podcast. Yeah, so you've you've seen us smoke probably some of the same flavors. I will will admit that none of the podcasts have been, every one being a fresh flavor, a fresh new blend, and I honestly, I don't apologize for that, because uh, I think we do more exploring throughout the week and we can kind of talk about those flavors when it comes to the podcast but when we're smoking on the podcast we're at home we're chilling we're liking i'm i'm in sweatpants
0: right now nice like i'm not even gonna lie to you about that (laughs) i am full comfort mode
1: yeah we want to smoke that we know is going to be good and you know there's no time for experiments it's just look i'm going with this and this, so you might hear us talk about the same brand. You might hear us smoking from the same hookah. But ladies and gentlemen, after ten episodes, the question must be raised: What's in the bowl? Sean. Uh, let's see. So true to form, I uh,
0: uh, I'm using the same hookah as I did uh, last week. I had the Regal Prince, the uh, the Redwood version. Uh, changing up the hose a little bit today, though, going with a Ripper hose. Just tried and true. Same flavor as last week, the uh, the Nirvana Eclipse Callisto with a little bit of Trifecta Twice the Ice. You know, find a flavor that I like and I stick to it. All right. The two main things that are different this time around. Oh. Instead of the the Vitria Lotus two combo, I uh, decided to change it up a little bit. I am smoking it out of an eighty feet eighty bowl with a Turkish bowl lid that sits on the top. No foil no lotus just that turkish like bowl lid thing okay okay switching it up all right switching it up i you know what i was like dark leaf yeah let's do that today and (laughs) i am loving it man it is so good (laughs) Oh, i want mcdonald's now (laughs) give us that sponsorship (laughs) money don't do it
1: uh yeah well i just ruined that sponsorship Um, All right. Uh, So I guess I will throw in a little change up as well, even though, wow, I just said, hey, guys, be prepared to hear the same thing. And then we roll into we've got new things. Uh, Right though, I am using in the last podcast. I said that I was going to be looking for a Khalil Mamoon hookah to purchase. And I didn't look in the Kaliwa moon section for some reason i found myself in the Starbuzz section <laughs> and i picked up a challenger xs stem all black black on black i actually created a package black on black, on black. <laughs> i actually created a package uh, challenger xs smoker pass package It's got a base and hose and bowl. It's pretty cheap. It's on sale. Uh, But I just wanted to have one of these at home. Uh, I like these pipes a lot. Uh, This is what's served to me at the Starbucks Huka Lounge, which I will mention quite a bit on these podcasts. I really enjoy that lounge. Um, But the hose that I'm using is the Mia Hose Frosted Tip. Now, I'm using the Mia Hose Frosted Tip because it has a lime green silicone hose, and I am a huge fan of green things. But... I still put the aluminum de hose handle on this hose (laughs) and it Uh, will never, it will never ever come off because the gauge on the Mia hose is very small, like in comparison to the aluminum de hose. Actually, I won't say it's like super small, but it is significantly smaller in diameter. And so once you put this hose handle on, it is really stretched around it and it is not coming off. So it's a, it's a different type of uh, washing session when I go to smoke, because I always like to wash my handle pretty thoroughly. And for my flavor, I am smoking, again, Trifecta, and it's a Trifecta Persian melon with dirty mint and noir. It's been a while since I had a nice rose pop, a little floral action in my bowl, and I'm okay. using that inside of that same Vitria bowl that I was talking about in the last podcast, the Vitria 2 for the Lotus 2. And uh, before this podcast happened, I was cleaning the Lotus 2 and I misplaced the lid for the Lotus 2. And I honestly, I don't know where <laughs> it went. And it was just like, it's time to record. And so I'm actually using the lid for the upcoming Cloud Lotus 2 stainless steel. <laughs> so uh, this one is actually black. And I've got that on the silver Lotus to aluminum base So it's kind of a nice little color combo And if you want to see these hookahs that we Are smoking be sure to check Out the hookah shisha blog at Hookah-shisha.com Backslash or forward slash Sorry <laughs> and uh, Nerd yep hookah love new So one more time hookah-shisha.com Forward slash hookah love new And you will see this blog post and you'll see a picture Of this exact setup that I'm talking about Right now and uh, yeah, so I think that is all that I've got on that. But yeah, we've got some uh, some unique HMDs on here. So we've got kind of a mix up of stainless steel and aluminum for a very fancy heat management device, and then you're kicking it old school with a Turkish lid. So I guess the question to ask or answer, I guess ask, propose, raise, announce, declare what is (laughs) inquire what is a hmd and uh i'm just gonna let you know what the acronym is heat management device and then i'm gonna let sean throw out what his definition is and then i'm gonna tell him that he's wrong and give him my definition (laughs) that's how it typically goes
0: uh but before we move into that i just want to address the more important uh thing in the room here Mm -hmm. uh i'm really glad you uh, corrected yourself on the forward slash backslash mm-hmm. uh, fiasco mm-hmm. that you always do. Because
1: mm-hmm.
0: if you said backslash and stuck with it, I was <laughs> going to rage. I was going to rage. You were just waiting for it. I was going to snap. Um, HMDs, heat management devices, what are they? What do they do? Uh, gosh, what is my definition of a heat management device? I think it's it, just anything... Non-foil related, related that isn't you know uh, you know making it out of aluminum foil. It's not a layer of foil. I think it is anything exterior to foil. Is that the word? Yeah, probably. That basically I don't know manages. Of course, that's a cheap way out, but like helps regulate the heat, the charcoal, everything like that. It is any it is a broad definition for sure
1: but that is i think what i would consider hmds all right so and here's my disagree foil is in my category of heat managers because i think of foil as being just another device that you would use to manage the heat in your session i just pretty much consider whatever the barrier is between the shisha and the charcoal that is your heat management device um so i'm lumping in i don't know i know <laughs> i agree. i disagree with
0: that <laughs> i knew
1: I disagree you would with that I yeah
0: knew you would. no we, we're gonna have a conversation about so this. so wait oh. hold on
1: if you now i know you've seen this but when you see like the aluminum foil balls like made over shisha and then charcoal is on top of that would that be a heat management device uh no it would just be foil balls yeah, I, I think it
0: is a, an alternate version of foil, but yeah, I just think it would be foil. Okay, um, it is different, but I don't think it's a heat management device. Um, I just think it is an alternate technique of foil. But it manages uh, the heat though.
1: The, the foil is managing the heat. Mm, does it though? Yeah, I mean it prevents your bowl from cooking. Mm-hmm. It prevents contact from the charcoal, and it you know you control the amount of airflow that the heat you know passes through. Are you allowed to? Pass through. I mean, if you want a lot of heat to pass through, you punch a lot of holes. If you want, you know, you control that. I mean, that's you're managing the heat. And once you start messing with your charcoal, you're really managing the heat. And the device is the foil.
0: No, no, I disagree, <laughs> I disagree with that. I've, I've, uh, I've, uh, you know, I'm, I'm famous around the office for my weird analogies, but I'm gonna break one out. It's like you. Uh, oh gosh. Okay, it's, it's like cooking. You know, uh, next to a campfire on a hot rock, right? Versus, say, cooking in you know on a stove or like a a uh, in like an oven or like what? A, even in a closed fireplace, what? right? It while it accomplishes, you can technically say it does the same thing. It cooks the food. It quote unquote regulates Bang. the heat. What is this? It quote unquote <laughs> regulates the heat. But you wouldn't call just a, a like a campfire. You wouldn't call that a stove, right? You wouldn't call that an oven. A campfire, it's just a oven. fire. I think it's just a fire oh that like you're gosh. heating stuff up next to. But no, that's that's my weird analogy, and I stick by it. I stick by it. I wouldn't call foil a heat
1: management device. It's, so wait, know. hold on. You know, an oven that has like a wood fire oven. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't that just be wood fire? Like just like.
0: No, that would be an oven because there's like a device that like encapsulates it and like it has different stuff on it. It's more modern. But wouldn't the outside world be the thing that's just encapsulating the campfire? No. Hmm. Because you're not using the outside world to actively like cook the food, right? You're not like using that as a device. Uh, Yes, I mean you're using the oxygen for the fire. What? No. Stop. Stop. That's <laughs> no, dumb. You're you're you. <laughs> you're you're making my really smart analogy dumb and you always do it. Okay. Yeah. Listen, yeah. I'm right.
1: All right. So, um mm-hmm. f- let's go with a foil If
0: anything, tongs would be a heat management
1: device. A tool for your heat management device. Yes.
0: I think they are the heat management device. Okay. Yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah. Well, if we're going to separate foil versus a HMD, which would you prefer for your everyday scenario? Uh, that entirely depends on what I'm smoking. Okay, fine. Realistically, yeah. Like, it, if you're it, smoking your disgusting double apple bowl, what would you prefer? <laughs> uh, for double apple,
0: I'm definitely a foil guy. I uh, just doesn't smoke. For me, it doesn't smoke how it should with it with an HMD. So I gotta go with foil. It hits different, um,
1: huh? <laughs> I said it hits different.
0: It all it does hit different. I feel like double apple being you know like the traditional flavor, like. You gotta you gotta use foil. You gotta go the traditional route. like that's why I use an Egyptian hookah. That's why I use an unglazed bowl. Like but it's just how it goes. Like you gotta smoke the, tr- the, tr- the traditional flavor the traditional way. Okay, so uh, dark leaf sessions, blonde leaf, I mean, So for dark leaf versus blonde leaf, I think the only dark leaf that I prefer with foil over anything else is tangiers hundred percent okay I do not like Tangiers with a heat management device in any capacity I'm with you on that uh, you know Tangiers being so sensitive as it is and kind of picky mm-hmm. I uh, I like the kind of control that foil and tongs allows me because I can really dial in the heat mm-hmm. like I, I don't have to leave it up to just the thing like the the, the, the device and it's just you know I can control it more and get a better session. How I know, you know, I know how I smoke. Like, you know, right. I'll, I'll get a better session that way. So, yeah, I mean, that's other than that, though, like easier dark leaf, like trifecta, even some of the Azure. Yeah, sure. Give me uh, just give me foil or uh, a heat management device.
1: Just okay. throw Lotus on there and call it a day. Okay. I'm with you yeah. on that. See, I think for me, it really depends on the flavor profile. Um, like there's certain flavors that I don't want to have within like an HMD session and there's certain Mm. flavors that I would prefer them uh, to be with an HMD over foil Um, interesting and I I, I guess like when we first kind of kicked things off with um, that social smoke uh, pear chill pear chill was an amazing flavor it still is an amazing flavor but it was a flavor that I was smoking a lot of a lot of and I was using a HMD for it I was using a Lotus for it and once I switched over to uh, using that with foil it was just extremely extremely cold you could definitely just pick up so much more mint or cooling with that kind of foil setup and then I started to just kind of play around with that a little bit more and uh, yeah so it really depends on what the flavor profile is because if it's got like a lot of mint in it um, it can kind of go both ways. Um, if it's a dark leaf mint, I like to have that with foil. Um, you know, there are some sweeter dark leaf flavors. If it's a melon, if it's a orange or a citrus, I like using an HMD for that. But a lot of the times when it comes to just like a dark leaf mint, I really prefer using uh, foil for that.
0: That's interesting. I wouldn't have considered flavor to be a factor in that.
1: Yeah, because... Uh, but it makes sense. Yeah, for an HMD um just kind of another definition or throwing out more into what an hmd does for you Uh, if we're talking strictly about like the lotus or a provost or a phoenix um, these devices are reducing the amount of charcoal taste that you have within your session so your flavors are a little bit more crisper Um, flavors are um, kind of more focused on just the kind of flavoring you don't really pick up too much of the taste of charcoal and, you know, charcoal, natural charcoal, it is, you know, always says odorless, tasteless, but there is still a degree of some sort of taste from charcoal. Um, and whether that be just like when you have that on foil and it's just kind of the direct contact between the foil and the shisha, you know, heating up differently. Um, but definitely having that lower charcoal taste in there will definitely make your flavors taste a little bit different so when you're doing a flavor review you know you kind of I always have to think is that when they're testing these flavors out they're not testing these flavors out with HMDs they're testing these flavors out with foil because that's what the majority of the users will be using these uh, flavors with uh, when they're doing these testings and uh, yeah whether you go to a lounge or your buddy's house there's more chances that you'll find someone with foil versus someone with an HMD.
0: Oh, absolutely. I mean, I I would probably I would be very very surprised if I went to a friend's house to smoke hookah. Like like a friend that I knew wasn't in hookah, if right. I just like went there and he had a Lotus, I would be blown away. Like even if it was on like a, a you know a, a gas station hookah, right? but he has a lotus, I would just be, wow, okay, so I'm very surprised, I thought we were going to be using a single layer of foil and a uh, quick light, but no, okay, nope. like, I mean, I'm still surprised when people have natural coals, Yeah. like when I like when I go somewhere that isn't, you know, a co-worker or a lounge or my house, yeah, I'm, like, if, if anybody that, you know, doesn't really know hookah has natural coals, I'm blown away, I'm just impressed, I'm like, wow, good for you, like, <laughs> Yeah, Yeah. but yeah, I mean, you know, it it is definitely a much more common thing to find foil in any hookah situation than it is in HMD. So, I mean, you know, when you're making these flavors for the masses, you definitely got to test with what most people are smoking.
1: And another thing to keep in mind is... um... You know, we always talk about HMDs, and you're saying, you know, it's surprising when you find someone that might even have natural coals. Is it's that out that? in the wild? Yeah, it like is. how much kind of hookah education is still pretty important? Um, because, you know, like the Lotus has been around. Uh, let's see, I picked up the Lotus back in the very, very early, early stages uh, when it had like a little handle on the side of it. There's just going through testing and tweaks and whatnot, but that far back was. 2012 i want to say yeah. and so now we're seven years after that and there's still people that smoke hookah every other day and they might not know what a cloud lotus is or what an hmd is and that's you know their sessions still taste amazing to them but you know when they see something like a 50 dollar piece and they're like look i have foil it costs five bucks four bucks for this unlimited roll and i'm not yeah. gonna you know i'm never gonna change over and i i remember right when the Lotus dropped. I mean, it was $60 when it dropped. And I put up a review and people were like, there's no way I'm going to pay $60 when I can just have foil. And it's just like, okay, you just have to see... The, the taste difference, because I still believe it. if you just it. try it? If you just try <laughs> it. just try it, it I believe it Just, just uh, trust
0: me, sh- just shell the money out. <laughs> just
1: try it. It's a night and day scenario, I, I still believe, with flavors. It's definitely a night and day. Like, this isn't just, like, you kind of taste a little bit different. You kind of taste. I really think it's a really different flavor uh, between the two.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's... it's Because I bought, uh, I think, the Lotus 2013. Um Kind of right when it was released for just, you know, public, uh, public year, public purchase. Mm -hmm. And I had been smoking hookah for roughly a year at that point. And it it was just, I, I would smoke in my garage when I was home from college. And I just remember getting the Lotus in the mail, figuring it out. My dad thought I was like doing like just cooking crack or something. He was like, what are all these things? Why do you need charcoal? Like, (laughs) <laughs> it's like foil. What do you need foil for? <laughs> but um, yeah, when I when I when I just you know packed the bowl, I it, and it was I didn't even have a bowl that fit it. I think I had a uh, a uh, was it an eighty feet or an alien? I think it uh, might have been an alien. alien.
1: Yeah, aliens were around that time.
0: Yeah, I had an alien and it just didn't fit. But I figured it out. I mean, like I've said before, the the original instructions for the Lotus. Just said, hey, put two vents in the edge of the bowl, and you're good. If it hangs off, it's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was just, it blew my absolute mind. <laughs> like it, it, I, I didn't think hookah could get better than that. Yeah, I was smoking like alfocker blueberry, or something. Like, and it was just, I,
1: I was blown away. Like, just utterly blown away by it. And f- for me, I mean, I've received that. Piece, I would say fairly early into my smoking, uh, I would say career smoking life. Mm -hmm. Um, that was just pretty much just when I got my YouTube channel started, and I saw something from a cloud post. My buddy sent me over, and he's like, Yo, what is this on top of the bowl? Like, I know you do hookah stuff, and I'm like, Dude, I don't even know what that is, but I'm gonna just see what's up. And I was just like, Hey, I do reviews. I'd like to review this and no one had reached out to him about it. So I was like, yo, let's let's see what we can do. And so from there, just started testing and doing all this stuff. I did not know what I really had with me. It was just like, this is a cool little device. And then little did I know it just it blew off. It created a whole category of things. And now we have bowls. We have a whole new market of HMDs, Um, you know, on the site right now. We just have the Cloud Lotus Plus, the Cloud Lotus 2. phoenix hmd and the provost heat management controller but outside of that there are still quite a few out there um, floating around Um, but one of the things that you have to watch with that is um, you know the material that's being used on these devices because sometimes you find someone that's like i found this thing that looks like a lotus but it's like only 10 bucks and it's like okay don't don't use that <laughs> like just don't that use probably that. has lead in it <laughs> just don't use that yeah that's not good to smoke yeah so you, like... you gotta you know make sure that you're buying them from you know reputable places um you know one of the things i like about the phoenix uh company is that all of their stuff is made here in the u.s it's uh it's one guy and his team i guess just one guy and his team it's one guy's uh idea and he's got help from a team uh, as far as to get the assembly done and whatnot but that's all cnc um, with a high grade aluminum and it's one of those things that you can preheat and put on your bowl but it has no actual holes for any sort of charcoal debris to kind of get through so it's uh, definitely taking that test that taste up just a little bit more from uh, the cloud lotus so there's a wide, wide range of things out there and it can be a little complicated. Would you recommend something like that for a beginner? Like to just start their hookah sessions or start their hookah career off with an HMD or would you recommend they start with foil first and then kind of work their way up? Uh,
0: So I don't think they should immediately start their hookah life with an HMD. I think, and it's something that, that I think gets kind of brushed to the side a lot nowadays in hookah. And I've always been a very strong advocate of learning the basics, just the absolute fundamentals of hookah. Learn to pack a bowl on an Egyptian bowl. Learn how to do foil right. Learn how to use your, you know, manage your coals on foil. Mm -hmm. Learn how heat and density and all that stuff, like just changing stuff up, just learn how it affects your session learn what's good you know learn what works and then start to explore the other things because i haven't packed an egyptian bowl in probably four years to be entirely honest with you i haven't touched one i haven't smoked you know i haven't smoked one in a very long time but i'm reasonably confident that i can go back without having done it for years and still pack an egyptian bowl like it's just the the fundamentals and the basics of packing of an egyptian bowl translate to so many other things in hookah so many other bowl types you know heat management devices Mm -hmm. coals, all that stuff learn that stuff first guys please it is it will make everything so much easier and make so much more sense down the road
1: it's not a hs podcast unless we disagree and <laughs> really, really, <laughs> yes, I'm gonna okay, disagree. Okay, okay, I want to hear your reasoning. I'm, I'll, I'll, I'm here to I'll listen. I'll throw the reasoning out because I've, uh, in most cases, I will always do the Vitria Lotus One Plus combo for beginners because I've seen too many times where I instruct someone how to do something with foil and you come over and the foil is bad. the Poke, the pokes are bad they're not getting enough airflow something's wrong their charcoal is blacking out well you know now that the lotus plus has the grates under it so the coals aren't blacking out really all you're telling them is like look fill in the glass up to this line put this piece on put your charcoal on and then just go you're good you don't you don't have to worry about flipping them or anything like that just Let it go, just smoke and kind of work from there. Then you'll understand, you know, flipping your charcoal and maintaining that. Once they have an understanding of at least how to smoke their hookah session, enjoy their hookah session, I think they can then kind of go down a little bit, you know, a little bit understanding of the airflow and keeping things tight and whatnot. I I still think that there's a way to learn. Backwards after kind of having a few sessions under your belt, you know, setting up your hookah, doing your charcoal, doing all that, and having those perfect sessions. Because I think people kind of walk away from hookah once they have those one or two bad sessions, and it could just be. Something as simple as, you know, we've had some, you have more calls than I've ever had about this, but the one few times that I've done customer service, it's been some things as simple as I only have one piece of charcoal on top of my foil that only has three holes punched in it, or, you know, something like that, whereas the Lotus case, it's like if there's a problem, it's the only you didn't have enough shisha in your bowl which even if you don't put a lot of shisha in this i've seen some people post their vitria packs and i'm like wow that's a lot lower than i would ever pack but it still works for them cuz the glass is going to get hot on the underside and it's still going to kind of heat up the bowl it's just going to be the thickest clouds but really if there's ever an error with a vitria bowl setup it's very easy to pinpoint whereas if someone has a foil setup it's going to be a little bit harder from a distance you know, if you're not there in person, it's going to be a little bit harder from a distance to tell them what's going on. You know, if your buddy texts, you're like, Hey, I got that setup going, but something's not right. This isn't right. Something's, you know, this and this. So I, I feel like I would still recommend it for the beginner that wants to invest a little bit more. Um, you know, that it's okay with investing more knowing that they'll have kind of a, a very easy, easy, um, smoke setup. So that is my, uh, My argument, sir.
0: I disagree with you, but I respect that 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 thinking. (laughs) I respect that. I absolutely could. That is an entirely viable
1: reason. Yeah. Once you've you've gone to a buddy's house and you're like, yo, wait, why didn't you ever call me? Is this how you've been doing this? Like your foil isn't even like wrapped on the bowl. (laughs) So, So I guess that kind of stems from I like when i've taught people
0: hookah stuff mm-hmm. like friends of mine or you know when i worked at the lounge with like old coworkers i was uh, an old regulars, i was more than happy and i i stand by this today if somebody is having issues packing a bowl or if they want me to show them how to do it i'm more than happy to just take the time to show them kind of walk it through you know walk it through with them with a foil setup you know however long it takes I'm more than happy to, to kind of explain that mm-hmm. and walk them through that beyond that I can't control what they do yeah yeah so I you know I, I'll at least make the effort to, to educate as much as I can mm-hmm. and if they you know don't put in the time or the effort or the you know
1: when it's that they're doing it, okay fine that's, that's on them like that's so now that's on them. so now let's take this for like a customer perspective a customer calls in hey you guys are a hookah shop uh, I've never smoked hookah before, but what, what should I get? I just want to set up. You're still going just like the full classic route, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. absolutely.
0: Okay. I mean, it, you know, depending on how much they're looking to spend type of thing, it's, yeah. you know,
1: Well, I guess yeah, that, that, that is a good point. It's, yeah. It's like, Hey, do you want to just start off with like a $70 drop on just the head? <laughs>
0: yeah. and that, And that's the thing is there's not a whole lot of people out there that are like that Haven't smoked Tuca before, or haven't really smoked Tuca before, that are willing to be like seventy bucks on this on just the bowl? Like sure, yeah. Or just the combo? Sure. I don't really know what it does, but (laughs) might as well. If 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 that's you, congratulations. I am very I'm very happy for
1: you that you have that money to spend. Yeah, when I'm not that when when I think about hobbies, you know, jumping into them, you know, spending a lot of money is usually not the first thing that you want to do if you're getting just getting your feet wet. Exactly. Um, I, I can I can see that argument, but if you can really kind of just have some solid facts as like, yo, this is gonna be super, super simple. It costs more, but I understand if you want to go the other way, I'm not saying that the other way is not easy, it's just gonna take a little bit more of trial and error. There's a little bit more of a learning curve. Yeah. I feel like you'll probably nail your bowl on the second bowl with like a vitreous setup versus the one through five sessions that you might take with a with an original setup. So I guess yeah. um, one of the uh, big impacts, I would say, on a heat management device is going to be the charcoal that you use inside your HMD. So, um, I guess, what is your favorite charcoal to use with your HMDs? And I guess a uh, follow-up question would be, what is your favorite HMD to use? Uh,
0: so... My I'll just start with my favorite HMD. I just hands down the cloud lotus. Okay, one or personally.
1: two.
0: Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go with for me personally. I'm gonna go with two, the lotus two.
1: Okay.
0: Yeah, it's just you know more efficient. I you know I understand how it works. I'm I'm used to how lotus is function, so it works for me. Um, but yeah, the definitely the cloud lotus over any of them. It's just I think it's the simplest. A lot of these HMDs have, like, quirks about them. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, the Provost, there's all these different kind of ways to open the lid and do this and do that. And you still got to use it with foil and stuff like that. Even the, even the the Phoenix, to some extent, there's a I feel like a little bit steeper of a learning curve than the Lotus. And, I mean, the Lotus is just so simple to me. Like, it's just, like you said, it's so plug and play mm-hmm. that you just could probably get it knocked you know knock it out by your second mole mm-hmm. and yeah definitely you know kind of once you've learned the fundamentals guys i'm gonna be that boring guy <laughs> if you want to you know kind of dive into the hmd world yeah us all the way 100 percent. okay yeah i um i'm with you on oh wait so what was your charcoal for the choice oh right uh the charcoal uh i mean i'm i'm a pretty big believer in coco brico i haven't used anything else for the past year pretty much hmm uh i use the cubes because i like high heat they last a little bit longer than the flats but overall coco Bricos, man they're good you know they work yeah they're easy
1: all right we're, we're pretty similar on this on this question um yeah i am very much a fan of the lotus 2 i definitely uh enjoy the phoenix as well um i like the phoenix just for uh, my lip bowl sess lipped bowl sessions and if i am going to use a device on foil although i'm not too much of a fan whenever I see that an HMD on foil I feel like it's kind of uh I'm just like if I'm putting foil on the bowl I'm just gonna put charcoal on it but if I had to put an HMD on it I would put uh, a phoenix on it um over a provost I just think it's a lot it's definitely a better design in my opinion um and it's a lot sturdier and uh yeah, I like the quality of the metal for, for the Phoenix in that scenario. As far as charcoal goes, definitely using Coco Brico. We just use that so much in the office, um, for cloud sessions. I mean, I still use Coco Brico as well. Um, I have been using some titanium cubes, um, and those have been very, very nice. And then, uh, as always the cloud aura charcoal, um, is a nice pickup for some, for someone that uses a Lotus a lot. Um, but yeah, kind of, going back real quick just touching on your words plug and play um that is really just like a big big factor when it comes to a lot of the expensive devices i i definitely think they should have a plug and play sort of mindset when they're going to create something very very pricey Um, there was an iteration of the vitria bowl before the glass was seen on the outside it was more of that silicone ring being on the edge and not the glass And the the first wave of testing that we did on that, uh, you were supposed to stretch the silicone a little bit to kind of work the Lotus in there. And uh, I I told uh, the guys at Cloud, I was like, this is let's not do this, please, please, let's not do this. You do not need need to have people stretching their silicone to kind of work it to break it in a little bit like it's a baseball mitt. So you can fit your, your cloud lotus on there. I'm like, you guys got to extend this, make this wider, do something, because I want to be able to send this to someone and just say, place your lotus in it, put charcoal on it, and smoke. Not, okay, get it, get some Get some vegetable oil, start stretching. <laughs> you know? start, yeah, yeah, just <laughs> heat up the edges know. a little bit, put it in your You got to buy it dinner a couple of times. <laughs> it's just a whole deal. Yeah. It's, uh, Maybe a nice bottle of wine. Yeah, plug and play when the price is there. Um, one one uh, device I forgot to mention was the Starbucks NAR uh, as well. That's uh, another preheatable device uh, from Starbuzz, and that is a heavy, heavy piece. That is heavy very, duty, very, very heavy. Um, Chuck
0: that thing through a window, no problem.
1: <laughs> so yeah, there's a lot of different uh, metals. Um, you know from each different HMD so when you are making that decision on an HMD just kind of check uh our product pages we've got quite a bit of information on there videos to kind of help you make your buying decision um but for the Sean's over here Cloud Lotus 2 uh foil or Phoenix is is how we're rocking and that's how we rock in the office speaking of the office and once again i do not mean to show that Sean is not watching I'm talking about the newsroom where we tell you what's going down over at hukadashisha.com. Because if you did not know, you're listening to the HS podcast with two people that work at hukadashisha, but none of the things that we are saying reflect hukadashisha. These are just our minds and our mouths. You know, it's just us, uh, just us, relaxing at home and talking about stuff.
0: Talking about stuff, getting stuff off our chest. Yeah, uh, like uh, men. So first things first on uh, on on the newsroom. I was like, wait, uh, men
1: are on my chest. Okay, I get you. Uh,
0: so first things first on the newsroom. Uh, we're gonna start adding a uh, you know uh, how many days since the last Sean not watching The Office reference for this podcast. It's zero days, everybody. Yep. Zero days. We
1: restarted each podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it's always going to be a thing, and I'm so mad. Uh, so, uh, kicking things off, uh, what's happening right now on the site? Uh, if you're listening to this podcast right now on Wednesday and you didn't make an order on Monday or Tuesday, but you're thinking about it today, you could get free shipping because we are doing free shipping all week long, kind of like a extended Memorial Day sale. So, there's a free shipping code. Memorial, you know, HS Memorial, and that's on any order size. You just get free shipping, and uh, that's how we're rocking. And we also have a multi-hose hookah sale, and uh, a few podcasts back, yep. it was uh, Sean who created the multi-hose category for you lovely multi-hose hookah users out there, and then... Hey, me. I, I did it, <laughs> and then I got Sean in the video room, ladies and gentlemen, oh, to God. do a video. Not one video, not two videos, but, but three whole videos. Three videos. He is telling oh, you all videos. about how to convert your hookah into a multi hose hookah, and uh, I think he did a good job. You know, I, I appreciate that. If y'all want to go uh, check
0: out my ugly face and put a <laughs> put a face to the to the voice. The silky smooth voice. Uh, (laughs) The silky smooth voice. Yeah, just go check out those videos, everybody.
1: Yeah, so uh, yeah, yeah, there's a blog about it as well. Um, Yeah, we're we're holding it down over there. The newsroom. This is uh, the updates from Hookah Dash Shisha. One other update that I wanted to throw out there. This isn't too much of an update, but if you're following us on Facebook, I posted a picture uh, this past weekend of a thorny melon like a spiked melon and it's a kiwano melon and it is from the cucumber family but it tastes kind of like a banana cucumber blend with like a touch of citrus Mm. and my question to the lovely folks on facebook was which shisha brand would you like this blend from if you had a choice who would you want to do this so i'm gonna ask this question to you sean and see what you say uh, is none an option? <laughs> you don't want that flavor at all. You lost me at the
0: banana. <laughs> like, hey, I was like, "Ooh, cucumber. Ooh, citrus. Mmm, banana. All right. Yeah, I'm good. Okay. You a hard pass on hard that
1: one. pass. All right. So, do,
0: if you're asking me which brand I think would do it best, I'm gonna say. Pure tobacco. Okay. I think they could rock it.
1: Okay. Pure tobacco. His, his
0: banana flavor is, objectively speaking, from what I've heard, is pretty good. That's not objective, but from what I've heard, it's actually a pretty good banana. And I feel like you could pull off cucumber. So, Pure,
1: Johnny, get on that. I'm trying to think of anyone that has, like, Pure doesn't have a cucumber that I've tasted. Like, I've definitely had the haze. You know, Hayes cucumberita. They've got the cucumber. They've got the banana banana rama, okay, and a little citrus. So I'm trying to think. You know, maybe they might be able to pull it off. Um, okay. Fumari's, Fumari's little that. golden. Um, yeah, I feel like it would be a blonde flavor for sure. I don't. I don't think I would want to have kind of the dark leaf uh, tones from this. And then also I'll throw out azure as well since they're uh, they're doing all right with the muffins. And the cakes and all the the, and the muffins and they got some lemongrass that we're gonna get here shortly, so uh, yeah, I think they're. I'm excited for that lemongrass. Some lemongrass. Very excited for that. And and on the last episode, we had the munchies episode, and uh, I asked if French fries was a uh, good choice to have with your hookah session, and I also raised that question on social media through polls on our Instagram and our Facebook and boy was it close i really thought we were gonna have just like a dead even result but the answer is yes the votes yes and that was about 57 percent yes so it was it was pretty close it was pretty close and that was from from both sides so sean we're we're not we're not weird
0: we're 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 like 43 percent weird <laughs> that's the only thing is that that's that's what that tells me yeah it's just 43 43 percent weird we're like mine we're like minority weird
1: <laughs> that's a weird way
0: to phrase that like, we're majority normal
1: yeah so uh yeah i just want to throw it out there just kind of have some connectivity Minority weird what the f- <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Uh, you want me to keep that one in there? <laughs> Just You know what, man? I said it. Okay. Yeah, I so we're it. a minority weird. And uh, <laughs> I don't that sounds weird with me saying it. <laughs> that sounds even worse for some reason. Oh, man. Mm. All right. So um, let's see. And uh, so whew, <laughs> you really threw me off on that. <laughs> so going back to that video... Uh, you will see Sean's face You will see or hear his silky voice But you'll also be able to see uh, Part of his tattoo um, That we've, oh we've mentioned gosh. before He has a chess piece tattoo And um, you know This was kind of like the last little bit of this podcast And I'll, I'll make it quick Maybe Depends on how this rolls out But um, I myself I'm actually going to get uh, some tattoo work done To uh cover up mistakes from the past no that's <laughs> about right because I guess when you turn 18 and you can just go and get your own tattoos done you really start to think it's Tony Hawk create a skater and you just start slapping stuff <laughs> anywhere you want and later on 10 years down the road you're like what am I doing why is this still on my chest um, so I've got quite a few how many how many tattoos do you have Sean I just got the one, man. Just the um, one. You just yeah. you just started off with just blasting your chest.
0: Yeah, that was the that was the first uh first thing I went for. It was pretty uh pretty ballsy. Yeah. I had never been, you know, never gotten a tattoo before and I was like, you know what? I'm gonna get a tattoo on the most painful area that you can. And how how and long I, how long was your chest piece? Uh I wanna say that was sh- nine and a half hours that's like including touch-ups at the end yeah that's yeah i I split that up over three sessions so okay yeah it was it was uh yeah it was a it took about three months to finish but yeah it was uh it was a lot it hurt (laughs) but man was it worth it i was like you know what i'm just gonna go for it yeah I'm, i'm not gonna like my thing is is like I don't want to spend you know a hundred bucks on something that I'm gonna regret ten year in ten years, or I can drop a thousand and get a beautiful just like great art piece and be like, yeah, I'm the only one with that yep. like i I'd, I'd I'd just rather go for it man yeah like
1: and uh yeah chest is uh it's it's a sensitive area I've got my collarbone done I've got my traps done but i'm pretty much covering from i guess you would say my my nipples Uh uh-oh nsfw Uh oh
0: mark that uh mark that explicit content don't
1: don't click on it at work uh yeah so i'm probably just i'm going from my nipples up to my shoulders pretty much covered so it will be a very tingling sensation um, and so you said you've got one tattoos. I've got one tattoos, <laughs> one tattoo, one whole tattoos, one tattoos, please. Um, I've got fifteen tattoos. Um, uh, I've done everything. I've done weird things inside my lip, legs, ankles, behind my ears. Wrists. What's your What's your favorite one? Um, I think my favorite one is the one that is faded, all the way out almost, and that's inside my lip. Because I was going to get um, a tattoo done. And then I was just talking to the guy about lip tattoos. And I was just like, would you be able to do one? He was like, yeah, sure. I mean, you're paying. It's so <laughs> like, okay, sure. Yeah, what do you want to get? And I was like, mom. Let's just do mom. And he was like, all right. And so I uh, snapped a picture of me with my lip pulled down and the guy tattooing my lip. And I sent it to my mom. And then I just didn't respond to her calls or her texts (laughs) for like the next hour. (laughs) And then my siblings are calling like, what are you doing to your face? Mom is crying. Like, please, like answer the phone. (laughs) Oh my gosh, you're a horrible son. (laughs) But then I sent her the picture of me holding my lip down and it said mom. And then she's like, oh my God. That's still creepy, but I like it. (laughs) That's
0: really, really weird.
1: That's a really weird message. And uh, sadly enough, or oddly enough, uh, I woke up the next day and most of it had faded. And uh, throughout the tattoo process, he told me about, um, you know, this could heal and stay forever. Or it could just fade within a matter of days. Because some girl went in after her friend's tattoo faded. And she was like, I'll do it. And she got thug life in her lip. And it never faded. Five years later, super bold, super bold thug life inside her lip. So I'm thinking about going back. Just I think it will hold this time because I've got the scar tissue there. But at the same time, that was quite an experience. And uh, I I don't know.
0: (laughs) So, you know, my favorite thing about that tattoo is. Hmm. Is that depending on which
1: way you look at it? Yeah. It either says mom or wow. 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 Uh, would you ever get any hookah-related tattoos? Because I feel like, you know, this is... A lot of people have, you know, tattoos that are resemble hobbies, things that they're very, very passionate about, things that they surround themselves with, flowers, pictures, animals, whatnot. And since we've been in this hookah thing for... A decade now or plus. Uh, are you are you feeling like uh, any more tattoos down the line might be hooker related? So, judging by what I already have done,
0: so if, for those of you that don't know, I have a unicorn with sharks for arms tattooed just across my chest. Pretty sweet. Um, I don't obviously don't have any measure of like no that's a that's a dumb idea. I. I shouldn't get that. I love my tattoo. Mm-hmm. It is a weird concept, though. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, uh, I wouldn't be opposed to just getting like a hookah tattooed on me or something hookah related. But if I had to like, r- if I really wanted to do it, it would be like a a part of a piece, right? Okay. It wouldn't just be a hookah. Okay. That wouldn't be the focus. It would. It would have to be like you know. Uh, just on the, on the fly, something like, you know, Jabba the Hut smoking a hookah. Right. Rather than just a solely centered thing, like a big piece that's just like hookah's a small part. Okay. I would do that totally. Okay.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I have this like weird thing where I feel like the five-foot hose that comes off the hookah, I just don't want that. I feel like that tattoo, just the hose part, I don't know. I'm weird on that. Like the base would look fine, the hookah would look fine, but I feel like just having that weird hose just kind of... On me forever. I feel like I would just get like a hookah shaft, like a regal, a side view of a regal, like just the shaft, like not a full okay. setup, but just, you know, just something like that. Um, I have to ask though, now that you just explained your tattoo for the listeners, huh? did you tell your parents beforehand or was that just... No, no, mm-hmm. it happened. I was in college. Okay. okay. It was, it was,
0: I literally, I didn't, <laughs> I didn't tell my dad for like months. Oh, it like, was just on you. Yeah, I you know I got it done, I finished it and everything, and uh, and I never told him. And then he came and like visited probably like four months later, and uh, and uh, our, our mutual friend Fletcher. Uh, it was it was uh, it was Thanksgiving. Oh my God, it was Thanksgiving. <laughs> um, <laughs> so it was Thanksgiving, and our mutual friend Fletcher uh, and I were meeting up for like Thanksgiving dinner. Uh, with his mom and my dad. Uh, it's kind of really the only family we had around. So, uh, so but beforehand, before we met up for dinner, uh, Fletcher, who cuts hair on the side, who's was going to just, you know, give me a trim. And I was wearing like a hoodie because it was a little cold. And uh, my dad showed up at the, we were cutting hair at the lounge I worked at. Uh, my dad showed up, I let him in. And uh, I sat down on one of the tables and, and took my hoodie off. Uh, so it's just like a, a like a V neck, low cut undershirt, and <laughs> just started getting my hair cut. My it took my dad like a good probably like seven to eight minutes, and he was like, "What? What is that?" <laughs> I was like, "What is what?" And he was like, "The giant you have a tattoo." And he just started like chest. he was like, "What the wait? So what the hell?" Like, I'm like he was like, "Well, what is it?" And I was like, "A unicorn with sharks for arms." And he was like. But
1: why? <laughs> it's like, yeah, the only I know. question you could ask. But, but why?
0: Also, I just want to give a quick shout out to a guy named Trenton. Uh, I'm going to tag him on Facebook and link him to this podcast. But uh, he is the inspiration behind that
1: tattoo. Okay.
0: He is the one who gave me the initial idea. All right. And I have, t- I have to this day, always credited him.
1: I was gonna say, do you regret any tattoos? But you only have one, and I know you're proud of that one. Oh, I'm super proud yeah, of it. I've got, I've got a couple. I don't know why. Needless like, to say, my dad was pissed for a while. <laughs> but like, whatever. Like, my, my parents were not upset with me. I mean, like I always said, I was gonna get tattoos. I'm just really glad that they did not let me get my graduation wish tattoo i wanted a snake wrapped around my arm from my shoulder down to my hand because i was really into snakes and i'm really glad that i don't have a giant Whoa. snake like Impressive. i'm some like wrestler or superhero or whatnot like snake man um yeah I'm, I'm glad that didn't happen but the chess piece that i'm covering up actually it's scripts and i don't think you even know what it says no I, idea what it says yeah i i usually keep it pretty hidden just because
0: it's it's silly but uh i mean we've stayed in like a hotel room together and i i have no idea what it
1: says <laughs> yeah like, it's just script there's some words in this chest but no one knows what it is but uh it is uh live like a devil die like an angel and uh boy do i not sit well with that
0: <laughs> uh, okay I now know that about you.
1: Yeah, And you know what? The entire office is going to know that about you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, if anyone great. wanted to ask, I, I, would, I would definitely tell you what it is. But uh, it was one of those things where I was like, a year after I got it, I was like, what? That's, that's hilarious. <laughs> and then 10 years later, I'm like, get it off my chest, please. Just please. Like, this is the silliest thing I could possibly. I, I, that's so I, yeah. great. It it was uh it didn't didn't really pan out too well for me. Um, I definitely will never get a tattoo removed. That's one thing I will never do, and that's just. Uh, no, I respect that. Yeah, I respect that's just. That. Alrighty, so uh, that's a that's a lot of tattoo talk. And for our listeners out there, if you have any hookah tattoos that you would like to show us, go ahead and send us an email over at our new email address podcast at hookah com, or you can post it on the Facebook post that we share for this blog either way works for us Um, we just want to see your tattoos if they're hookah related I mean if you want to share a tattoo that you really think is cool and you're proud of sure send it over post it we want to see them I think we're both equally fans of tattoos oh absolutely yeah (laughs) Um, but yeah so ladies and gentlemen I am uh I don't know if I'm proud to announce this because I was enjoying this, but I think someone else was having a hard time with this one. But ladies and gentlemen, fingers or anything (laughs) uh, (laughs) on this (laughs) two-person podcast, (laughs) I'm enjoying it, but I don't know who else is it. So this is episode 10, and we are about to say farewell to one segment, and we're going to say happy birthday or the birth of a new segment on the next podcast but uh the the segment that we are going to uh end on the 10th episode is what did we learn in hookah and we're not going to kill it for for all eternity it will come back but um i think sean has learned everything that he can about hookah and we need to move on to some other things. <laughs> we, need to, we need to open up some more learning possibilities yes. for your boy Sean over here. So moving forward, we will be trying a new hookah flavor each week individually. And we will give you a shisha review of that flavor. And um, that will be taking the spot of what did we learn. But we're definitely going to leave you with a what did we learn. And um, I don't know. You want to do it first? Me. Uh, I'll do it first. Okay. Shoot. Uh, yeah. So, so <sighs> mine a
0: little, uh, you know, a little inspiration. Hold on. We didn't I get think. an intro. It's. Do, 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 do. No, that's the newsroom. <laughs> it is the finale for
1: What Did We Learn? Uh,
0: let's see. <laughs> I was in the middle of speaking. No, i just kidding. Uh, yeah. What did I learn? Um, I'm really happy this is the finale of this. I've just been struggling the past few weeks mm. with them so I'm happy to hear we're going into a new Shisha review thing um segment but uh what did I learn this week you know I it's gonna be a little inspirational I I learned to appreciate the simple things just like I I smoked a bowl of alfaquer blueberry earlier today and just no mint no mixers no anything and I was just like man this is a solid flavor straight no chaser Straight no chaser. And it was just good. And like, while it was simple, yeah, like, I mean, it was a very simple flavor to smoke. It was just, it still was a great session. And that kind of surprised me a little bit.
1: Okay. Okay.
0: Because like, I'm, i for I mean, for years, I've just, it's been mix after mix after mix after mix. And just smoking something simple, something easy, still great just still great even after all those mixes all right and i think that goes for for kind of everything i think you can apply that to everything in hookah just like if it it's simple and it works and you enjoy it don't look into it any further than that don't be like well it doesn't it doesn't last this long or it doesn't do this or it doesn't do if you enjoy it for what it is just leave it at that and just have a good session
1: damn yeah. Nice. Well, I'm glad you You, went said, first. Make it you yeah. said make it
0: good. You said make it good. You
1: made it good. Yeah. So. Now I don't know if mine is good or not. Mine is just no, more things no. that I'm finding out in the wild, you know, because I learn something new every week. No, I'm <laughs> <laughs> All right, party people. Uh, as hey, I was saying. Thank you so much. <laughs> as I was saying in the intro, what we were talking about, uh, what we were smoking, I picked up a new Starbuzz pipe. So they made in America hookahs, the Challengers. They have a. Um, very long downstem, um, not really long downstem, it's pretty standard, but I would say it's a a narrow downstem. It's definitely not as wide of a gauge as like a Sheikah hookah or a Regal hookah or a B2, and I've really wanted to have the best base combo. So, uh, when it comes for me picking out a base for a hookah, I try to find a color more so than I'm looking for a shape, and kind of in our spare parts, I noticed that we had A Sahara smoke base and it was uh, I believe it's a predator hookah, but it's a very very large Jumbo base it actually has a flat bottom, but it's a jumbo style vase. It's green Which I loved and it has three kind of clear windows on the side of it But once again, it is a jumbo jumbo base So once I put this kind of stem together with this base You could just see the down stem just being very narrow and a huge huge body of water and my first session was very uh unenjoyable not a lot of cloud output it was uh very airy I started adding more water i was just like gosh i just needed so much water in this thing this tank of a base and uh then i just you know decided to switch things up and uh, i went back to kind of just one of my jumbo bases which is not as large as the Predator base, but it is just a clear jumbo base, kind of just what you would find on like an Egyptian pipe, and I put that on. Same setup, same packing style, and my session was so much better. And uh, it's just really just finding the right base, find your water level, and 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 stick with it. <laughs> and uh, sometimes the base can be a problem. Sometimes you can go too big, and even with did the... you really
0: just make your final what did we learn size matters yes wow that's impressive that's the long con right there that's a that is an incredible build up that's amazing size matters it's it's great it's great
1: and uh you know i've been i've had my regal on a tight syrian trumpet style bass and those sessions have been great. I've got a large bore stem with a f- very flared tight neck hookah, and that kind of restriction level is perfect for me. So after just spending so much time smoking that and jumping to this, I was just it. It was just like something's off. Something's off. This is this isn't right. This isn't it. This isn't hitting right. And uh, yeah, luckily I had just a couple of bases to play around with, but size size matters. <laughs> oh man. That's that's a good
0: one. That's I'm so jealous of yours. Mine is trash compared to that. Oh, that's so good.
1: Every week, that's something. Just, that's hilarious. That is just... You have to understand so how excited hilarious. I was when I put that combo together. I was like, yes, this base looks ridiculous. It is so large. But I just had to just... <laughs> and just like when I did not have a diffuser on it, just hearing the water kind of just move as I'm inhaling, just like bloop, 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 bloop. Jesus. Like, how much water is in this thing? <laughs> and, uh, That's amazing. And, you know, I kind of have to think, you know, Sahara smoke Hook have a pretty narrow downstem as well. I don't know what goes into the, the, the product testing on that, if they're doing too much of smoking or if they're going off of design aesthetics at all, but... I, I really wonder what that session is like with a Sahara smoke hookah on that base. Either you're putting a lot of water in there, or you're using—I don't know—maybe a tighter hose gauge. I don't know what the combination is, but it wasn't working for me. Nope. <laughs> and so that is why we only put compatible bases in the drop-down menus for our compatible bases for our hookah shafts. And uh, just <laughs> throwing try them. to make it a little bit easier, <laughs> for just a little yes. bit easier, so you don't run into issues like moi. But ladies and gentlemen, this is episode 10 of record-breaking, long podcasts. We are well past an hour. We normally don't we're, we're do We're coming
0: up on our three-month anniversary, Sean.
1: Oh my gosh, would you oh get me?
0: Oh my gosh. <laughs> uh, I'll get back to you on that. Uh, it's <laughs> and sp- if you've ever wondered what it's like to date me, now you know. <laughs> I'll get back to
1: you on that. It's my birthday. Hold on. I left something at the gas station. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, shoot. My sunglasses. I'll be right back. Let me go get that Taco Bell real quick. <laughs> yeah. So I think this is the longest podcast, right? Definitely. 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 Yeah.
0: Giving you guys a little bit more, a uh, little bit more uh, of the Sean and Sean on the last ep- or on the tenth
1: episode. Ooh, watch it now! You know, you oh, oh. oh. Giving him a treat. You said last for a second. You I me worried. I did. My, I like did. I said, if this podcast starts and you only hear one voice, something happened. You can <laughs> fix it in post. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, what is in the future? What will the next ten episodes hold? Um, I will hopefully have a new intro because I said it in the last podcast that there would be a new intro. But if you listen to the last podcast, that intro did not change. And so, <laughs> so maybe maybe there'll be a new intro. Um, Who knows, man? I you know what? <clears throat> it'll, it'll happen when it happens. Yeah, you know because we have a very poppy intro, and for this episode, we kick things off kind of dark, just with people. Dying Ooh. on Mount Everest, so yeah, I might have to change the music up for this one. Maybe I use like poor taste. the Breaking Bad intro music. All right, so the <laughs> uh, sure, sure, <laughs> uh, ladies and gentlemen, episode ten. Like I said, I don't know what's in the future. Ten episodes. All I know is that it's going to be fun. We definitely thank you all for being with us, the followers that we have so far, and the future followers. If you're coming back and listening to this episode. It's never too late to start at episode one. It's, I don't know where give I was going. Give us those clicks. Just give us those clicks. We got royalties. We got kids to feed.
0: Uh, <laughs> that's, a, that's a damn lie. We, neither of us ain't got no kids to
1: feed. Yeah. Uh, Get out of here. That's a different podcast subject. Uh, no, wait, hold on. I don't have kids, but as far as if we have kids, <laughs> it's a different... <laughs> You can throw double clarity on that one. Alrighty, <laughs> All righty, we should wrap this up. <laughs> this is what happens. We're in the hour ten mark. Things oh, start to get loopy. This so is like retired or something. Um, yeah. So, thank you, thank you. Ten episodes feels great. Maybe we'll have like a some way to commemorate this. Check the website for those details. Um, an idea might pop up in post edit. And you'll need to check the site for those details. Site, site. Check the site. Check the site. I shite myself. This is where we need to end this podcast. Yeah, it is.
0: All right, everybody. You have a great.
1: You have a great rest
0: of your week. Hope you had a good Memorial Day. And uh, chicken,
1: chicken. And remember, we're shipping free. We're shipping free. free. All right, party people, thank you for watching. We are listening. We will catch you on the next one. Smokey later. Fucking crying, man. Later. Bye.
0: Bye. Bye.